Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Hello and welcome to today's Lifting Lesson at Lunch. I'm so thankful that you've joined us today, and uh, we're looking forward to what God has in store for us as we continue our Summer of Faith series. Uh, Of course, we started last Monday a little mini-series within the big series um, on faith in the Word of God, how we can have faith in God's Word. And I told you last week that I was going to share a story with you, and so I'm going to do that right now. French philosopher Voltaire lived from 1694 to 1778 said in his voluminous writings against Christianity in the Bible that in 1776, quote, 100 years from my day, there will not be a Bible on earth except one that is looked upon by an antiquarian curiosity seeker, end quote. That's what Voltaire said. Within 50 years after his death, in an ironic twist of providence, The very house in which he once lived and wrote was used by the Evangelical Society of Geneva as a storehouse for Bibles and gospel tracts, and the printing presses he used to print his irreverent works was used to print Bibles. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it wonderful that the Word of God, it lasts, it is, it will last forever. The Bible tells us, and we'll look more into this today, but it tells us that his word, it is settled in heaven. He has promised to preserve his word. It's indestructible. It's impeccable. There is not one man on the face of this planet that can destroy this book that I hold in my hands. Isn't it wonderful? I praise God for his word. Last week, we looked at how the Bible, it is perfect. And we saw what it is. It's perfect. And what it does, it converts the soul. Today, we're going to be looking at a And another thing that the Bible does in Psalm 19, that's where we are. Psalm 19. The Bible says in verse 7, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. And here is our text for today. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Of course, we know that uh, just like the law of the Lord was about the Bible, the testimony of the Lord is about the Bible. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. So let's look first at what it is. The Bible not only is perfect, but the Bible is also sure. Sure, it means to support, to establish that which is faithful. Isn't that a wonderful definition? You know, there are a lot of things in this world that are not sure. There's a lot of things in this world that change. But there's one thing that will never change, and that is this book. It's this Bible. They can update it. They can print new versions. They can do whatever they want to do. But there's one Bible that will never change, and it is this perfect Bible that we have that we can hold in our hands. Psalm 119.89 tells us, I've already said it, but it is that the Word of God is forever settled in heaven. Where does the Bible start? Why is the Bible sure? How can it be sure? It's because... Its origin is God, and it's settled, it's sure, it's established in heaven. It can't change. The Bible speaks of uh, that heaven is a place where moth and rust 
doth not corrupt. There, there in heaven, there is no corruption. It's perfect because of where, because that's where God dwells, and where God dwells is perfect. And the word of God is settled in heaven. It's established in heaven. There will be no moth. There will be no rust that corrupts it, like here on this earth. Although what's amazing is that the word of God that we have here on this earth, just like Voltaire found out, and just like those that were his followers found out, is that the word of God, the Bible, it's settled in heaven. And because it's settled in heaven, while it's here on earth, it can't be corrupted. It can't be changed. Men can cut out. They can do all they want to do to this Bible. But God will prevail and his word will prevail. The Bible does not change because the author does not change. The Bible says in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. We use a term when we describe God. This is one of his natural attributes. It's unique to him. He is immutable. That's a big word, but what it means is that he doesn't change. Hallelujah. God never changes. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to his name. What a wonderful song that is. But the Bible does not change because the author doesn't change. So we see what it is. The Bible is sure. It's established. It's faithful. But notice what it does. It makes wise the simple. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Because the Bible is sure, because it's established, because it's faithful in every area, it makes the simple wise. The book of Proverbs tells us about three characters. You have the fool, the simple, and the wise. And whenever you read the book of Proverbs, you see those three characters represented and addressed. The book of Proverbs tells us specifically what a simple man or a simple lady is they have no discernment. They have no discernment. They look at the fool, and if the fool is doing something they like, they'll do that. If they see the wise person do something, then they'll do that. But the testimony of the Lord is sure. Because it is sure, it makes the simple. It makes those that have no discernment, those that have no discretion, it makes them wise. How wonderful that is. Matthew Henry said, the testimony of the Lord, which witnesses for him to us, is sure incontestably and inviolably sure. What we may give credit to, may rely upon, may be confident in, will not deceive us. It is as sure, it is a sure discovery of the divine truth, a sure direction in the way of duty. It is a sure foundation of living comforts and a sure foundation of lasting hopes. If you want to take something to the bank, Take the word of God. It'll never change. It's sure. If you want your life to change, if you say, I have no discernment or I have to make a decision about something and I'm trying to discern, to cut what God wants me to do, what God doesn't want me to do, read the word of God. It's sure. It's faithful. You can rely upon it. You can rest upon it. I want you to flip over it with me as we close to Psalm 119. Psalm 119 is a... a, a, A psalm that's all about the Bible. It is all about the Bible. Psalm 119, verse 97. Psalm 119, verse 97 through 104. Oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. (laughs) How convicting that is. Though through thy commandments has made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. 
It's through the Word of God that we grow in understanding and wisdom. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. The testimonies of God, we meditate on it. It's sure, we can rely upon it. I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep thy word. I have not departed from thy judgments, for thou hast taught me. How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. This, these few verses are packed full of truth, and I wish we could take time to stop and look at it and, and dive so deeply into this. But what the Bible is teaching is that the testimony of God, it's sure, it's true. It is established, it's faithful. You can rely upon it. It'll keep you from evil. It'll keep you from doing wrong. It'll keep you on the straight and narrow. It'll reveal to you what God wants you to do. If you need to know what God wants you to do, if you want to discern to cut what's right and what's wrong, go to this book and you'll find help and you'll find uh, direction. But the Bible is sure. The Bible says the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. What it is and what it does, it's sure and it makes us makes wise the simple. I pray today this has helped grow your faith in the Word of God. Grow your faith in the Lord. We pray that today you'll spend some extra time in the Word of God. Spend some extra time just reading it, studying it, praying through it. God will teach you. He'll show you. He'll help you through His Word. I pray that today you'll be encouraged and that you will enjoy the rest of the series as the other men of God bring the lifting lessons at lunch to you each and every day. We love you, we're praying for you, and we look forward to being back with you again next week. Have a great day.